Welcome to Shakespeare Made Clear. I'm your host, Joanne, and here we unpack the works of William Shakespeare. This is Season 2, Episode 3. Here in Season 2, we are uncovering Macbeth, a tragedy written by Shakespeare. On Macbeth's quest to power and sovereignty, nature is lost. Scotland becomes divided and violence never seems to end. Today, we will continue to unpack Macbeth. In this episode, we will discuss a reoccurring theme of appearance versus reality. In the opening scene, the witches meet. It's really interesting because Shakespeare seems to foreshadow the presence of this theme early on in the first act. Today is actually a special episode as Shakespeare himself has come here to discuss the world-known play, Macbeth. Welcome, Shakespeare. It's an honor to have you on the line. I've actually been wanting to talk to you as I and our listeners have been fans of your work. So I'd like to begin with how do the witches foreshadow the theme of appearance versus reality? So actually, in Act 1, Scene 1, the witches say, Fair is foul and foul is fair. This famous juxtaposition shows that good is bad and bad is good. This represents a larger idea of how things don't seem, how they look. Interesting. Your writing includes many asides and soliloquies which allows us to learn more about characters. Could you give us an example and elaborate? Well, Macbeth says, if it were done when tis done, then twere well, it were done quickly. Since we are focusing on the theme of appearance versus reality, it is especially important. Macbeth is practically seen secretly thinking about the murder of King Duncan. He doesn't think these thoughts, then other characters are present. Therefore, we see that things in Macbeth's character aren't how they really seem. Yes, I was hoping to talk about dramatic irony later on. Lady Macbeth is actually calling in to join our conversation on the theme of appearance versus reality. Hi, Lady Macbeth. We are so excited to talk to you. Yeah, no problem. So were there any times where you portrayed a false identity? Yes, I said, and take my milk for Galina Ackman scene too. It's true, I wasn't the innocent sweet lady that everyone thinks I am. I wanted to be malicious. Evil. This is pure evilness as she completely disregards the loving nature she was gifted with. This reminds me, there was also an instance where Lady Macbeth described the desire to become less of a woman. Oh, I recall, and fill me from the crown to the toe, top full of direst cruelty. That was the quote, I wanted Macbeth to be king as I would be crown queen. Everyone thinks I'm a sweet woman, but in reality, that's the opposite of who I want to be. This is an instance where I use personification. It's the idea of pouring out evilness into the body of Lady Macbeth. This gives readers the opportunity to visualize and understand better. Readers get to see what really goes on in Macbeth, whereas characters within the play don't know what's going on. What instances of dramatic irony help develop the theme of appearance versus reality? Well, to list a few, Lady Macbeth faints after the death of Duncan is announced. Readers know that she is a key contributor to the murder. The murder of Banquo was never thought of Macbeth as a killer. Yes, I was that brave and had the guts to help kill Duncan. When I fainted, that was one word, deception. Just to add, there was also the instance of Macbeth blaming the guards for the murder. Shakespeare writes plays on tragedies. How does the murder of Duncan develop this theme? Just to clarify, Duncan's son Malcolm and Dalbane were the suspects because they were thought to be striving for kingship. Duncan's murder looked like the guards committed the act after being paid to, which was what Macbeth and I intended on it looking. However, this isn't actually what happened. In reality, Macbeth and I committed the murder out of ambition. I just wanted to bring up a quote I said, Your hand, your tongue look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent under it. 
This imagery helps visualize the idea of hidden evilness in what seems like an innocent scene. This is an ad for Audible. Are you ever caught up in a book but don't have time to sit down and read it? Go with Audible. And we have a treat for you. This Christmas, from December 20th to December 25th, receive an extra 20% off when you use the coupon. Use the code AUDIBLE20 to get an extra 20% off. Welcome back. We talked about the witches earlier on. What is the rhyme and I, the mistress of your charms, the close contrived of all harms, was never called to bear my part or show the glory of our art, reveal about the witch's true intentions. This shows their evilness. Macbeth thinks the witches are making helpful prophecies, whereas they're provoking his evilness. This idea drives the play, and they are responsible for the event that occurs. Right, so it's kind of ironic when the witches say fair is foul and foul is fair, for the reason being, the witches aren't how they really seem. They are evil and bring out the weaknesses of each character. For example, making Macbeth think that he would be king no matter what after the other two prophecies came true of him becoming sane. Thanks Shakespeare and Lady Macbeth for coming on to the show. We really do appreciate your insight. I just wanted to end off with a question to ask you listeners. So there's clearly a cycle deception going on in Macbeth. We see Macbeth and Lady Macbeth deceiving other characters when they murder characters like Duncan and Banquo. However, did they almost deceive themselves too? Lady Macbeth says she's evil and brave, but is she actually? She couldn't even kill Duncan. Macbeth gets caught up in the witch's prophecies and he doesn't realize that Macduff is someone that could actually come after him and kill him because he was actually born through a c-section send in your thoughts and we'll talk next week i can't wait to hear what you have to say this was season two episode three of shakespeare made clear thanks for listening